welcome in to yet another extremely special and in every way different than any other episode of Sportball. I'm your boy, Sam. With me, as always, are my two good friends, Kyle and Seth. Boys, how we doing? Rarely have I been this excited, clamoring for a podcast. Nearly an emergency podcast, really, except we just timed it so perfectly that it, we didn't have to record on a different day. Yeah, honestly, we were planning on talking about the NFL today, and then Kyle put a call into Adam Silver, told him if he could scooch the uh, Damian Lillard trade along and get it done in time for the pod, that would be great. And he listened to your pleas, Kyle. The thing is, yeah, everybody thinks like Zach Lowe or um, some people, Bill Simmons got with some clout, right? Certainly not. Not as I much as I got the us. real clout, but I keep my shit low key. <laughs> you got to pick your battles, you know? You can't pull all your favors at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I titled That's, this uh, podcast in my notes, Holy Shit, Dame is on the Bucks. Much like you might recall me entitling a pod last season, Holy Shit, the Bucks just lost to the Heat. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> how things have turned around for them. Yeah. Uh, so the Bucks kid, let's go over the trade, shall we? It's a three-teamer, and I love a good three-teamer, baby. Mm-hmm. It's the Bucks get Damian Lillard. You might have heard of him. Portland, he and they, whomst had Damian Lillard, get DeAndre Aiden from the Suns, Drew Holiday from the Bucks. They get Tumani Kamara, who Kyle sneaky legs already, I can tell. I drafted him. I drafted him. I'm glad that I waited in our dynasty basketball draft to make my last round pick. Yeah. Because that trade happened and uh-huh. Tamani was just sitting there waiting for it, dude. <laughs> just sitting there. Somehow no one snatched him up. I had honestly never heard of this player before this, I will admit. Second I still round pick, though. <laughs> he destroyed uh, Summer League. Yeah. And then Portland also got a uh, 2029 unprotected first in the Bucks and 2028 and 2030 unprotected swaps. The Phoenix Suns of Arizona got Yusuf Nurkic, whom we have all flip-flopped on a thousand times. Grayson Allen, he of the dirty play. Nasir Little, sneaky like him. And Keon Johnson, who just needs a chance in the league, you know? Uh, So, wow. I kind of like it a little bit for all of them. We'll go over it for each, from everyone's perspective. Let's start off with the Bucks side of it, because that's, I feel like, one of one of the most important things, obviously, they got Damian Lillard. Um, they are now the title favorite on DraftKings, our sponsor. They just don't know it yet. At plus three ninety, um, seems reasonable to me. I would still prefer the Nuggets, but I, I feel like they are the favorite in the East now. Uh, their biggest problem has always been half court offense in the playoffs, and now, Seth with one fell swoop, they kind of solve that issue with an elite shooter, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said it. It's certainly not an original thought per se, but there are very few players in the NBA that fit better with Giannis and that solve the Bucks' problems like you talked about. How many times have we watched the Bucks in the playoffs and just been disgusted by the <laughs> state of their half-court offense? And, you know, Dame is just like an above-average offense just by himself let alone, yeah. you know, running pick and roll with Giannis. Um, 
So I really think their offense can be incredible. Obviously, you lose a little bit uh, defensively, a, a good amount defensively, losing Drew. I think a big question mark and kind of X factor going into the year is to what level will Chris Middleton come back to his pre-injury self? Mm-hmm. You know, before that injury, he was a very good to elite wing defender. And if he can get back, especially on defense to that level, um, not really at the point of attack necessarily, but a still like a perimeter solid defender. And then Giannis is, and Brook Lopez are able to, you know, defend the paint. I think that yeah. could mitigate against um, the, the loss of Drew. But this is just a no-brainer home run trade for the Bucks. Even as amazing as Drew is, the memories that they'll have with him in Milwaukee from their title run, the the level of teammate he is, like you just you have to make this deal if you can. And I think Bucks fans, yes, are sad to see Drew go, but overall they have to be elated. Yeah. Especially considering this will keep Giannis for another five years. Right. The big thing was that Giannis this offseason was basically like going out there saying, you know, they got if we're not a championship contender, then I might have to look elsewhere. And so the Bucks stepped up. And the last time he was up for an extension, they, they got Drew Holiday. Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just killing it, keeping him there. Um, and Kyle, I feel like this is a perfect fit. You know, I often bemoan when they put two wings together, like like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you know, Jalen and Tatum, like it's great, but it's, it's not a perfect fit. Even mm-hmm. Luca and Kyrie isn't a great fit, but this is like, I love when my two stars can run a pick and roll together. You know, that just makes everything so seamless on offense. And um, if you're picking an offensive fit for Giannis, like we <laughs> discussed at length over text, it's Steph number one and Dame number two, probably you want someone who can shoot deep off the dribble and really, yeah. Giannis's strengths are Dame's weaknesses, and Dame's weaknesses are Giannis's strengths. It just fits like a glove, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I wrote down uh, two things uh, immediately after the trade went down, which was that Dame, as pretty much has been mentioned, adds an offensive element next to Giannis that Milwaukee's really been searching for essentially forever, but especially you know in the most recent years since their championship run. Um, and then this could go down as one of the best pick and roll duos we may ever see if it goes as we expect it to. Right. Um, I think one of the big qualms with drew and it's been said by a lot of people is the, you know, playoff performances. He's obviously incredible, incredible defensive talent. Um, one of the best defensive guards in the NBA, uh, but Jimmy ate his cookies right last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was wild. <laughs> that was insane. Jimmy was asking for it, like asking for the switch too. It was, it was insane. Uh, so, and, and there was really nobody that could take, uh, Giannis could take over a game. Right. But I also think he has this thing where he can get into his own head after some of these misses. We've seen it. We saw it last year, that random almost turnover to, against the heat too it's it's like dame has this this, dame Mm -hmm. has this type of composure there's dame time for a reason right he's one of the most clutch 
playoff performers we've ever seen in our lifetime. That's probably ever been in the NBA, actually. Um, yeah, he's since I just looked this up too. Since 2000, he has the sixth best field goal percentage um, and the second best effective field goal percentage rate in clutch clutch time. That's just Dame time. That's exactly what they need, right? Yeah. You honestly, need someone to turn to when he can't bail himself out. Hopefully, yeah. one or two things happens. Giannis just stops taking threes altogether, or Dame actually teaches him how to take them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Dame can unlock him. I mean, he's been working out with H- Hakeem in the uh, offseason. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Hakeem found his three-point shot in retirement. Works um, every time. <laughs> the other thing I'll say before we get to other aspects – like yeah. other teams on the trade and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm just so happy for Dame to be able to play with a teammate like Giannis and to have this second phase of his career where he's on a contender. And who knows if Milwaukee will end up winning a championship with them. Um, as a Celtics fan, obviously, I prefer not. But if they do win a championship sometime in the next few years, like what, uh, especially if it plays out like you could easily imagine where Dame hits some clutch shots in the playoffs, in the finals, right? <laughs> Let alone like a finals game buzzer beater, right? Which is wild to like predict something like that. But with Dame, it <laughs> seems like almost inevitable. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Like what a legacy changing event for dame and the way that we remember him forever you know could be changed because of this trade where before he was like oh one of those players who was always really good put up stats was clutch but never got his team over the hump and if he's able to get this bucks team you know another championship alongside Giannis, like that just vaults a player who is already in the top 75 all time you know way up the the stratosphere so I'm excited for him. <clears throat> um, again, Celtics fan in me is a bit more worried about Milwaukee than I was before this, but yeah, not a good Dame Stan is is very excited. Uh, he's one, yeah, he is one of those players that a title would just change everything for him, kind of like Dirk, you know, just like really just change his perception all time um, around the league. This is just, this I is still just don't fun. think. Yes, it's going to be a really fun team. I think there's still questions, though. There's the actually, Bucks. I think, a lot of questions about the Bucks still. Well, they did lose some depth. Um, like, behind Bobby Portis, the bench is looking rickety, but it kind of already was. Um, and the defense and we, saw, we saw last year with Phoenix, no depth is an issue in the playoffs. Obviously, it's a little yeah. bit of a different circumstance because they didn't play the whole season together, but <clears> still... Yeah, depth is definitely an issue. Um, the other thing was we still got a rookie head coach in Milwaukee. True, we don't know what that's going to be. Is he going to, um, kind of unleash Giannis and, and Dame and the elder statesmen of the team in the playoffs, unlike we've seen in previous years where? It could be a close game, but hey, we're going to restrict Giannis's minutes because that's going to be huge. There's these questions that we don't know what's going to happen because we've never seen seen this coach before. A lot of that's pressure true. on the rookie head coach now. 
And yes. we've seen it go well and we've seen it go poorly, both with Seth's team, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> one rookie had a coach did well, although they basically almost made it the same place. Yeah, so, I mean like there are a lot more problems with Joe Mazzula. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be huge too. But yeah, this is just I just love this. Like it's just so fun. You know what I mean? Like Dame to Miami would have been like, okay, I don't know. It, it's just not as exciting. Putting him with one of the best players in the league is is the most fun outcome in my mind. Um, let's talk about what Portland got back. So I think they did well. I was telling you guys on the, on the train or on the, on the, uh, text chain, I think they did well here. And I think I would have taken this over the heats offer. Kyle sent along that the heats offers seem to be, you know, obviously this is just reports, but, uh, Tyler hero, Nikola Jovic, not Nikola Jokic, which would not have been fair. Um, three first round picks and then an undisclosed amount of pick swaps. That's what I wasn't sure about, Kyle. Yeah, it was first round pick swaps, but they didn't say how many. Okay. Um, For me, it's a better trade for them. I like Aiden a lot better than Hero, maybe just personal preference. And they can actually keep Aiden and build around him um, instead of they might have had to flip Hero for picks just because uh, it's a bad fit around Scoot Henderson, their young star point guard, and then Anthony Simons, their other star guard. Um. And I think once Dark, they're going to flip Drew Holiday, and we'll talk about that a little bit. And I think Drew Holiday is going to get back two to three first round picks as well, and maybe another young player. I Why think Drew, Drew Holiday, Holiday has more value. Two to three first round picks. I think oh, Drew I Holiday has Sam much Tom. more value than Tyler Hero. So if they're flipping someone, I think it's better that they got Drew. I, I heard on a podcast they were speculating like, the Heat might offer the same thing they offered for Dame. I don't think anyone Drew. knows. Again, Which, it's all speculation, and I don't yeah. think that Pat would just say, okay, well, we'll take the next guy, same same price. Pat's not going to do that. Yeah, and that might be a stretch, but I do think it's going to be a very competitive market for Drew just because he's the type of player that fits in everywhere. I know Drew's way older, team but... could want him. It sounds yeah, like you guys are valuing better. Drew higher than Dame. No. No, and he won't get as much as Dame because, I mean, obviously... He's not as good. <laughs> whatever Drew gets is added in to the package that Dame got, plus Aiden, plus the picks. But um, I think it's with the money that he's on, the type of player that he is, and the fact that he's a little bit more affordable, right? You don't have to give everything to get him. Like there's so many more teams that are going to be calling Portland. So you don't have to give everything, but you're expecting people to give up players and three to four first round picks. Yeah, I think he's going to get almost everything for some some teams. That's why I like the trade better. I think he's worth a lot more than Hero. So if they're going to flip a player, and then they get to keep Aiden too, you know what I mean? So I think it's I think it's a lot lot rosier of an outcome for them than than the Heat one was. How many yeah. picks did they get in in this initial this first round of the trade? They got yeah. three. One one on one first two round, two swaps, and two swaps, yeah. and two swaps. Yeah. And Miami was going to give them what was it? Three four first four mm-hmm. first round, four first round. Three you, plus you, swaps. You sent along three first, and then an undisclosed amount. Okay, of that's pick what swaps. it was. I'm not looking at what I sent. Yeah. So, so three we'll first round pick swaps, and then multiple second round picks as well. So there's three. <laughs> 
Seconds are an extremely hot commodity these days in the NBA. I don't know but... why. They keep trained to five of them are changing hands at the time. For but, some reason. Um... The Celtics have like 27 second round picks <laughs> over the next three years. Well, we'll so see guess, what Drew gets so back. I guess, I guess well, we're just here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess collectively, if you compare it, because the I think the reports, right, the speculations were early on was there's going to be a three teams involved with Hero as well. Miami's going to send essentially everything to uh to portland hero would get redirected to another team who's also sending either a young player along with a first round pick at a minimum also to portland so maybe no matter what portland was looking at four first round picks at least i just feel like they're getting they're getting if they would have went with the miami offer if that offer was real more maybe at least the same amount of first round picks was the outcome more first round pick swaps in the future, as well as definitely more second round picks than what they're going to end up with going this route. Yeah, but they get Aiden. Aiden, he had a, a almost won a championship with with them with the uh, Phoenix, but when the biggest goal for his career, which he has stated, was getting a second contract. <laughs> really, what do you think he's going to do on a team that doesn't care? I guess I just really like him not going to win better than the Suns. Like, I think it's a reasonable young player to take a stab at. You know what I mean? I like getting something instead of just seven picks. I like getting like an actual asset that I know as well. Yeah. But that's and I think, but you know it's... what, though? I mean, what is he going to do uh, in, uh, you know? I mean, is he I think... really going to be a centerpiece of that team when they are ready to compete. I don't I think, think there's so. a chance. I think there's a chance he is. Yeah. I think there's a chance as well. And um, part of the reason why he seemed so disgruntled in Phoenix was because his role was decreasing every year. Yeah. And he didn't want to be the guy just doing the dirty work, getting rebounds, whatever. And so now on Portland, he'll be able to run the show, right? He'll get more shots. And maybe that doesn't matter because they're going to be bad. And then. Five years from now, when they're ready to compete, he'll be back in the same situation with a bad attitude. But players can change a lot in five. I years. mean, unfortunately for him, that's that's the role of a center in the NBA these days. Unless your name is Embiid or Jokic, you're not the center point. And yeah. teams are going to look like ass if they are running through a, a center that's not one of those two. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I. And I say all this as the owner of Aiton and Dynasty League. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The only thing I would add to to this, and this maybe it's just personal preference, I would prefer to take a stab at unprotected Milwaukee picks as opposed to Miami picks because it's one unprotected Miami or Milwaukee pick. Let me just say, let me just say that they're unprotected swaps as well, and that Milwaukee is a small market. If Giannis is gone, those could easily be top five picks. Miami is never that high in the draft because they're a free agent destination. Everyone wants to go there. They're always good. Counter to that. At this point, why is Giannis going to leave? They've given in to every single thing he's asked for. He's already won one championship. Expectations at this point now are he's winning at least another one, right? That's that's the goal now with Dame. You don't think he's going to remain loyal to that organization. Secondary, Pat Riley. That man can't stay 
<laughs> stay there old. that much longer. That's true. Jimmy's what, 34? Jimmy's gone. I mean, is Bam, do we think Bam is just a, a heat lifer? Because if Jimmy's gone and the heat do take a downturn, they might go into a rebuilding phase, right? You you could sell Bam for a lot after Jimmy's out. You would you would yes. think so, but I don't I don't think it's like that easy to say. Hey, the my the Milwaukee picks are that much more. It's one pick. Yes, there's two swaps, but you're looking at three picks, multiple swaps, and second rounders <laughs> from Miami. But it's six it years really away, seems... six to seven years. I don't think I don't think there's any guarantee Giannis is staying for seven years when Dame only has like two, three good years left. We don't know how many more good years he has left. That's true, but he is he's like what? He's twenty eight. Dame? Oh no, no, who am I thinking <laughs> of? I'm uh. <laughs> you mean Giannis? Yeah, yeah. I just, but that's just, it's a good thing. I mean, but that, I would prefer the Bucks yeah. picks. And ultimately, we just have to wait till the Drew deal goes through, and then we can compare because it really all hinges on that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. What do we, what do we take of? Was Jimmy just joking around? Because he like, seems like he's asking to get fined. If he, I think was, he was just joking. Yeah. In the video of him saying that they need to investigate them for tampering, why though? It was extremely vocal. In my opinion, I guess the overall outcome of the trade was essentially even. Pick well. It, Leaned better Miami side, at least in my opinion, right? No, I don't think that. I really think it's way better for the Jesus this, Christ. This trade is way better. Um, either way, Dame has been the face of that franchise for how many years now? Blood, sweat, and tears for them. Vocal, 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 vocal about wanting to be in Miami, and then they're just like, unless. Was that whole act by Dame's team just smoke and mirrors so they could try to get him to Milwaukee? No, they definitely wanted to go to Miami, but that's just not how it works. You take the best deal. And like I said, I think this deal is better. And they know, I'm sure they talked to Dame about it. Like, listen, you're going to play with Giannis, and he was probably fine with it. So if you prefer the deal, just send him to the better deal. They have to think about the franchise, not the future of the franchise. Their job isn't to make Dame happy. He's leaving anyway. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, right? They have to they have to run this franchise for the next whatever, however many years. You are just uh, obviously way, way, way higher on what their outcome is from the Bucks trade than it is the Miami trade. Scenario. Well, I think that's your so. answer. I'm just answering your question. Like, I think if they thought they were even, they would have sent it to Miami. So obviously, they like the Bucks trade way better. I don't. I mean, what has that front office really done besides pay Jeremy Grant an exorbitant amount of money? Who they're just stuck with him now? So really, are they a smart front office? That should. Be well, the I'm saying even if, you di- even if you disagree with it, I'm saying that's the reason, right? I disagree with it wholeheartedly. Right. That <laughs> much is clear. I'm uh, glad we got that cleared up. <laughs> Let's talk about where Drew's going because this is kind of saucy, to be honest. Uh, the top three teams. The word on the streets from Woj is that. The Clippers, the Celtics, and the, the Sixers are already boldly going after him. Seth, one of those is your team. You forgot the Bulls. Oh, yeah. That wasn't his initial report, but we are interested. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Seth, I assume you would love to have Drew on your team. I'll do anything. How many picks can you guys even send? Two? Um, I looked up a, a breakdown, actually, earlier today. Uh, um, I mean, we've got a million second-round picks, which, as Kyle said, are all the way all the rage right now. <laughs> That's true. Some of it is complicated with, like, oh, David if a certain pick is going to convey or not, all that, right? So... <clears throat> Do you think two picks and Brogdon gets gets it done? Well, we'd have you to. You just get... told me you were expecting three to four. I believe I said two to three. I don't and think um... Brogdon's not that young, though. <laughs> well, first of all, we'd have to get the salaries to match. It's pretty much impossible to do that unless you include Time Lord. So it'd probably be Time Lord and Brogdon. Kyle's gonna say, "Well, why would Portland want Time Lord?" They're just gonna flip him they too. Probably wouldn't. They're just it's gonna just gonna be a continuous <laughs> revolving door. You give us picks in um, a player, we don't want that player. We'll keep flipping him. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. it's like that. It's like those uh, videos you see where someone starts with like a, a sock and they're like try to trade their yeah. way up into a Corvette or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I give you my team that I wanted to go to? Wow, that's all the time I have to talk about the Celtics. Yeah, I really don't care that much about it. Um, I want to go to the Knicks. Mm. So here's how it gets done: RJ Barrett and two first. I love RJ on the on the on Portland. Right, that's a great fit. I think at the three for them. I mean, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> and for the Knicks, isn't that just the perfect fit next to Brunson, who? Is a short king who can't defend. I mean, what do you mean he can't defend? He's just small. Okay, it's not his fault. He was probably one of the most important pieces to the Mavs team when they had their best defense and their deepest run in the playoffs with Luca. I don't I think that's quite true. the argument. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's uh, true at all. I think uh, it's a good. It's a good fit with the Knicks. He I don't tries know on that defense. That gets He's it done, small though. though. Yeah, maybe not. But I think Drew would would solve a lot of the, their defensive problems. Don't you think that hurt. the Knicks would want to try and get off Julius Randle, though? But what, do you think Portland would take him and flip him? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, who else could uh, even go for him? I mean, I Miami my, could get him. Can I give you my favorite? Yeah, it's not going to be Miami, that's for sure. It's not Miami. Don't you dare and, steal mine. I, made a, I have an entire section here of Fun Drew landing spots. Okay, good. But go ahead, Seth. Don't steal okay, it. I, I mean, I don't know if I would actually love it as a fan, but it would be wild. Is the Warriors? Mm. So you do Chris Paul, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and however many picks they can trade. I think they have most of their own picks still. So. And they flip Chris Paul. Yeah. So essentially, you turn Chris Paul into Drew Holiday. You mortgage the future, but who cares? And you roll out there with Drew Holiday and Steph Curry backcourt, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and then, you know, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney. That team would be nasty. That would be nasty. Although I just, it's always guards with these Warriors, and I never want to guard. I just think Clay the three, kind of weird. Yeah, but 
But can you imagine that vacuum? (laughs) It's the same thing you talked about with like weaknesses and strengths complementing each other, like Steph and Drew would be wild. So I don't know. I'm sure that's very unlikely, but they've got a decent offer. I mean, it's definitely one of the possibilities. Portland wouldn't want Chris Paul, but he just (laughs) he's just a salary dump. But also, I guess you could just going back a little bit, but the whole thing with the Portland trade, they also got off of Nurkic, which maybe that was happening regardless with the Nurkic and Aiton part of it. But I feel like getting rid of Nurkic without having to give up a pick to get off his contract was also a big benefit of that. Anyways, I just thought of that that I was going to bring up earlier. Thank you. Uh, that'll be all your time for now. Kyle, <laughs> give us your list of uh, <laughs> of little fun teams for the for Drew. All right. So my second favorite of my list. What's your first favorite? You building oh, up to it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had um, my third favorite was Miami, which would be in – insane defensive team yeah and that's been talked about so that's really how do they even score in the half court how do they score now who knows they just find a way so that's not really that like sneaky or anything but my other two picks no one i don't think is talking about i haven't heard many people number two sacramento orlando Mm. Mm, i was thinking about that if they're ready that would be i mean they were what i think they weren't above 500 team right why is second half last year Second half of last year, an upgrade at the guard position, kind of a defensive anchor on that team. The veteran presence that I think is really needed over there to really help kind of finalize setting this culture. It's a fun team, and it would be, you know, I, I think they'd be immediate bottom end playoff team if they do that, right? Yeah. So that's why why are you making your faces over there? I just don't know they're ready or that it makes sense to give up some of your future in order to be a bottom and playoff team in the short term. But how many first round picks can they draft at this? Here's well, here's the thing, too. (laughs) That's the immediate impact, right? Yeah. But then after that, you still have Drew for what it's two years left on his contract, plus he's I would expect he gets a he did Another say contract. he's going to retire at the end of this contract, but I don't know if that was No, that's talk. not true. He recanted that, Sam. He, did, he recanted yeah. it? He said he was just yeah. in his feels, in his feelings. <laughs> just a bad day for Drew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that, but, Kyle. Don't listen to Seth. They're ready now. Franz well, he is, is 33. That's it. He's at his peak. Dames is 34. He's washed. <laughs> you see the way Franz was picking apart the rest of the world in the FIBA World Cup. This man yeah, just, I mean, that team. That team's just going to be though. so fun, so fun. Um, with or without Drew, it's not, they're not yeah. going to have him either way. Here we go. Okay. All right. And this should be obvious if you know since it's me talking. Wait, let's guess. Don't let him talk yet. It's not the Bulls. No. What about the Kings? I don't give a shit about any Chicago sports teams besides I'm back on the Blackhawks train. (laughs) As he wears a Sox hat. (laughs) The back, I have a huge sign that says sell the team. Um, No. (laughs) 
Last Who guess. else could it be? Um, he loves Where them. The Who does he Houston. Love? I, I can't even keep up with him lately. I, Philly? I like, Philly? It's got to be Philly. No. That's been talked about so much. It's true. New Orleans? No. I right, guess us. every team in the league. <laughs> just give it to me. The Oklahoma City Thunder, baby. Oh, mm. I haven't even heard anyone mention that. No whatsoever. one's mentioned this, and I don't know why. They well, because they have Shea and Giddy, right? Sure, that's okay. Because <laughs> what you send out is Lou Dort and Davis Bertans plus a plethora of draft picks. Salaries essentially match. You get back Drew. Giddy slides down, or slides up, slides down. <laughs> He'll be a smaller, small forward. Good three, yeah. Come on now. I like that one. Why is no one talking about this? I don't. I just don't know. I know that the I... West. You know, it's for any team though. The West is tough. It doesn't matter if you are one of the top end teams, top to bottom, almost. The West is tough. Who are they even starting though? Because they also have Jalen Williams at the three. That Jalen Williams is. I think slotted. You're talking J Dub. He's going to be so the four. He's going to be the four. Okay, that should be the five. I think. Yeah. I like that trade a lot, and it's pretty decent. You know, if if Portland just wants the picks, okay, right. so he's got plenty. I mean, I feel like again, here we go. They could flip Lou Dort at the deadline. For God me. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Or, I mean, keep Dort. He's pretty young. Yeah, just keep him. Whatever. Yeah, why not? Yeah. He's uh, been through it. All right. Call let's... it into the league. <laughs> yeah, I'll make this my second uh, my second time to uh, my direct know. line Do you think you, to you, the commissioner. You're overusing your, your calls to Adam Silver's landline? You're right. I'll save it until I need the, uh, the Bulls to win one game to make the playoffs just to lose it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's finish off with the Suns. This is the team I like it like the least for, I would say, but I think it just seems like it was time for them to leave Aiden behind uh, for chemistry and fit issues that we've already kind of chronicled. I think Nurkage is a reasonable slot in. I think I really, if I was going to, if they're going to trade Aiden, I wanted them to do like a three for one like this. So I think they did reasonably well. Nurkage is obviously worse than Aiden, but he's a big beefy boy. He's definitely tougher than Aiden inside. He's kind of slower on switches. But I think it's probably like not really going to even matter that much. No. I don't know. And I think Nasir Little and uh, Grayson, Grayson, Allen. Allen. Grayson Allen will definitely play. I think mm-hmm. Nasir Little will be in the, like, their nine-man rotation. Um, yeah. They're kind of sneaky deep now. Like, I was looking at their roster, and I was like, I don't even think. Why were you questioning be... me when I said all this stuff last night? <laughs> you know, it just takes me a while to get around on these things. I, I don't even think Damian Lee's going to play anymore for them. I can't even figure out where, when he's going to play. Yeah, they got Drew I, Eubanks. Did you guys remember that? I did. Okay, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, the Lions just picked off the Packers at the goal line. Fuck yeah, I'm the pack, baby. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I think it's fine. Like, if you're going to move off of Aiden and, and try to do a three for one, they did well. I think. I, I don't really agree. I think. I mean, it depends on how we're grading them because I think clearly the situation there with Aiden was just beyond repair. 
And when that happens, like you're going to have to trade them for pennies on the dollar. I just feel like Aiton that's not really pennies a- on the dollar return, though, is it? I guess not. pennies is extreme. Maybe 75 cents on the dollar. Yeah, I think they- it's maybe like they got, I don't know, four dimes or like four <laughs> Dude, players that added up to 50 I- or 60 cents. Like. That contract of his just was is insane, dude. He's getting paid thirty three million dollars a year. Yeah, that's all he wanted too. (laughs) I mean, mean, they 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 treat it that bad. But like like you said, uh, as contracts are getting bigger and bigger these days, right? But Yeah. yeah, for what the return that they were gonna be able to get, I don't think it's that bad. It just feels like essentially a salary dump and they got back mostly replacement level players with a little bit of upside and i i would i think it's most likely that none of the players they get back make some meaningful impact on their team winning a championship and so losing a player of aiden's caliber for a collection of those players is not ideal but maybe that's just where they were at with how disgruntled he was so yeah that's pretty much how i feel i mean kyle they lost the best player in the deal but i think that given their top end talent i'm not sure it'll really matter that much i mean we weren't i don't think too concerned if they didn't make the trade right about where they were going to be and now they add that depth on top you know and and like you said i don't think that Nurkic is as much of a downgrade as maybe some people think. Sure, he's had a, a rough go injury-wise the last couple of years, but again, he's a big body and he's just going to sit in the paint when they play when they play Denver, and that's kind of what they need. They need someone that's going to be tough and physical. And I kind of feel like Aiton was a little, he's a, he's more on the soft side. He did play well, like in their championship One year, run. Yeah, he did play really well against Jokic, but he hasn't year, been there. Yeah. No. So it's like, whatever. I think Nurkic, right, he was expected to kind of handle a little bit more of the load than he probably really should have in the first place in Portland. He's not going to have to do this here, right? He's going to get some – he'll get easy baskets at the – easy layups at the basket. He doesn't make play some layups. good defense. <laughs> but at least he'll take them. He's cooked. <laughs> So. I think Nasir might play too, though, Kyle. Nasir's going to play, yeah. I kind of like Nasir. Nasir's going to play more than Nurkic. You think Nasir's going to play more than Nurkic? That's no, not a chance. I mean, maybe not, but because they just he's don't not. have any other big men, but <laughs> I think he's better than Nurkic, so... You think Nasir Little is better than Nurkic? Yeah, Nurkic is washed. Do you... Nasir Little... Nasir Little is better than Nurkic? Is that He's on the up and up, at least. I mean, is that... I can't tell if it's a crazy statement or if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy statement, I think. I think it is, too. I think Seth's out of pocket right now. Did no you see cat. Nurkic in, in FIBA World Cup? I did not. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who's... Nasir Little played 18 minutes a game last year. Shot... Six six point six points per game. 
thought you were going to say shot 6% from the field. <laughs> not going to. Uh... <laughs> His nickname is Philosopher Nas, though. There you go. I rest my case. Isn't anyone worried about Nurkic getting injured? Yeah, that's why they have Drew Eubanks. Drew Eubanks is probably is Drew Eubanks better than Nurkic? No, absolutely he is. <laughs> fucking nuts. Okay, Nurkic is definitely better than this year. Little, I'm not sure he's better than Drew Eubanks though, because that man can ball. Both of them are much better than Nurkic. He's the next big American big. Anyway. <laughs> also, Drew Eubanks' nickname is the, the Shack of Troutdale. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right. That's enough on the Dame trade. I mean, we've gone like an hour. And does any anything left on the cutting room floor anyone would like to get out quickly? No, no, right. please get me out. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. NFL. I just want to quickly touch base, see how you guys are feeling, feel out the vibes. Uh, I wanted to go over the take we most regret and the take we are most confident in from our preseason preview pod. Okay. I'll start because I'm a big man and I'm a man of my word and I'm a man of honor and principles and scruples. And it has never been true. It's <laughs> never been true once. <laughs> and the take I most regret from the preseason is the Seahawks to win the NFC West. Mm. Now, they could what about still... them to be the number one seed. <laughs> <laughs> that one I do also regret. Okay. Now they could. What about the best record in the NFL? I also regret that one. <laughs> but would here's the thing. I don't know if we're re... if you would regret. I wouldn't regret regret that pick. Regret. <laughs> I wouldn't regret that pick if those two offensive linemen didn't get injured seven minutes into the first game of the season and haven't played since. That really did fuck me, for sure. Those two young tackles were part of the reason I was coveting them. So um, Now, they could still make the wild card and then still sneak into the Super Bowl to play the one of two Bengals in the Super Bowl, which was my prediction. That should be no problem. However, winning the division is looking dicey because the Niners are looking like a team for the ages. Oh my God. I mean, they've answered all my questions in the preseason. Brock Purdy is just lighting teams up. Debo is back to Debo. The O-line looks good and everyone's healthy and McCaffrey looks incredible. So I don't think that they'll be relinquishing the division of the Seahawks just yet. What challenge, though, have the 49ers even had? It's true. They've played the Rams, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Or the the Steelers, Rams, and the Giants. They play the Cardinals this week. There's your challenge. Cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a tough schedule after that, right? They have like Dallas and the Vikings. So yeah, they're fucked. Their, their schedule after that is the Cowboys. It's probably the toughest. Uh, the Browns have been really good, I guess, as well. Cowboys, yeah. Browns, back to back. That I think is probably where we're we're gonna see what the real team is. That's when we'll know. Yeah. Yeah. But then you got Vikings, Bengals, Jags. Holy shit, dude. Vikings, Bengals, Jags, Bucks, Seahawks. That's pretty tough. Well, Seahawks is apparently tough. (laughs) Bucks are two and one. I mean, I don't don't give a shit. They played the Bears (laughs) in one of those games. Hey, you and I had a private conversation about how good the Bucks defense is. And you're sharing it right now? (laughs) That was private, Sam. (laughs) Wasn't that against the Bears? We had that talk? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it could have been. 
Uh, yeah, so we'll see, I guess. But I don't feel great about it. Uh, Seth, what do you regret most? I mean, mine's pretty obvious. Vikings to win the NFC North. Not looking great. But what is your what? That's just bias, though. What about your unbiased take? I don't hold you to that because it's the Vikings. That's fine. You've done nothing wrong. Hmm, that's nice of you. Yeah. Uh, did I have any other bad takes? Not that anyone <laughs> remembers, which is the only thing that matters. Who was your two old pick? I don't remember. I think it was Niners. Bills. Okay, that's looking good. Uh. He could also just be saying that because he doesn't remember, and that's yeah. the easiest thing to say. <laughs> one of our dedicated I'm... listeners, can you please run back Seth's takes and then roast him for the ones he should be regretting? Um, yeah, the Vikings aren't looking great, though, 0-3. Certainly better than our team, but... Yeah, I mean, we look okay. Like, we're competitive in all the games. Kyle will tell you it's our one-score game regression to the mean, but we'll see. Certainly. I mean... A lot of it is just Kirk being Kirk, like I knew he is. And he's the number one quarterback in, in passing yards and in fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, I still think they can make the playoffs. At the same time, I want them to tank. So I don't know. I'm just open to anything at this point. <laughs> uh, Kyle, I know you don't regret anything in life. You're a man who lives with no regrets. However, if you did have to take back one take, it would probably be the Bears who win the NFC North, I assume. Because <laughs> in the span of one week, our quarterback said the coaching is to blame, and then our defensive coordinator resigned, and then $100,000 of equipment got stolen. <laughs> and we fired and then, our, our backup quarterback and rehired him next day. And then Justin Fields said, essentially, that he's just trying to enjoy life. So Yeah, he said after the game, I'm just thinking of the big things in life. Like, I'm glad to be alive. <laughs> Nice poor guy. Yeah, and <laughs> broke his soul. You, you forgot the part where you lost by how much to the Chiefs? That doesn't matter. 41 to 10? You know. Is that really I mean, that embarrassing when on the same day the Denver yeah. Broncos lost by True. 50? At least we didn't lose 70 to 20, those losers. <laughs> Much more embarrassing for the Broncos. Also, we're playing. At least the league, team that we great. were playing. <laughs> that, at least the team that, that we were playing gonna be didn't take disgusting. a knee to not break the NFL record for scoring in a game. <laughs> it's true. Um... Yeah, so besides that, do you have any other non-biased takes that you'd like to purge from the memory? Um, I guess I'll say uh, mm, right now, probably the Chargers to win the AFC West. <sighs> yeah, boy. That's been a tough they, go. They, Brandon Staley's lucky they won that game against the Vikings. Otherwise, I was going to personally go down there and fire him myself. It's been tough, Agreed. right? <laughs> I mean, it's the Chargers being the Chargers, you know. It's just so fun. I'm just starting to fade them every year just because they're the Chargers. It, but it's I have so no tantalizing. Yeah. Uh, okay, the take you feel most confident from in the preseason. I'm sure Kyle has lots of these. Um, I am feeling good about Panthers under six and a half and Bryce Young under 22 and a half touchdowns. Uh, the Panthers are 0-3, and Bryce has thrown two touchdowns for three games. He did miss one, too, which helps my bet. Uh, I'm not taking a victory lap yet, but they are looking pretty bad, which would be very nice for the Bears since we own their pick. Because if we're going to be this bad, we might as well have the top two picks in the draft while we're at it. That would be nice for y'all. 
<laughs> I'm a little worried the Red Rifle is going to lead them to a few games, though. Mm, the Red yeah. Rocket? Is that his nickname? Yes. No, Rifle, I think. Okay. Rocket. No, I thought it was Rocket. Oh, yeah, I thought Red Rocket, that's like a dog's erection, right? So that can't be his nickname. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be his nickname? <laughs> I think that's where it comes from. It has nothing to do with his hair. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what did, what was Matt Bonner though? Wasn't Matt Bonner the red something? I don't know. I was pronounced oh. a boner. I think <laughs> I think Matt Matt Bonner was actually the shack of Troutdale as well. <laughs> Let's see, Matt Bonner, the Red Rocket. Oh my God! See, <laughs> I called it. See, so it's the Red Rifle is Andy Dalton. His other nickname why can't is the Sandwich the Hunter. Nicknames? What do you think? No, why do you think he got the nickname the Sandwich Hunter? Like <laughs> <laughs> eating sandwiches. Can't you see? <laughs> You're not going to look up Andy Dalton now to verify that I was correct. Okay, sorry. That's the take I feel best about. Mm, Andy, my other Andy Dalton's nickname. My other most regrettable take was taking the Giants over the Dolphins to make the playoffs. Oh yeah. They don't give nicknames. Oh yeah, Red Rifle. Boom! I rest my case. You're welcome. What case? were we even arguing? Yeah, you said it was Red Rocket. I just or said you that wavered. for the bit. Do they is a Red Rifle like a thing, or is it just the alliteration factor of that? Isn't that what he wanted in a Christmas story? No. What? I mean, I think it's like you know, you rifle a pass downfield, and it's red and alliteration. No, yeah. the Red Rifle is like a famous toy. Oh, it's is not it? the Red Rifle. Yeah, the Red Rifle. It's literally a company. Mm. Who knew? Oh wait, better than being named after a dog's <laughs> penis. I'll tell you that. I don't. I don't think I'm really that right, to be honest. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You're thinking I of swear. the Red Riber Carbon Action 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and this thing that tells time. Yeah, that's right. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> uh Seth, do you have any what are your takes that you're most confident in now? Um I don't know if this fully counts because I said it as like, oh, this is a dark horse pick that I like for the odds, but that was two off for MVP. Mm. Counts. Obviously he's a favorite now. He could he could still get injured, but yeah. It's looking quite nice at the moment. That is looking nice. He's still get injured. He's not getting injured, dude. Do you see how he rolls? Here we go. I hope it's the true. He's on my Plus, team. he's only like had one sack all year. So when you throw the ball yeah. in under half a second, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Tyree kills already halfway downfield in four <laughs> seconds. Dude, they're just got a team full of flashes. Did you guys see that the top five or six like speeds reached by ball carriers this year were all yeah. from Miami Dolphins. It's nuts. But it, the top 10 list is all them besides maybe one. Oh my God. All those guys were like track stars in high school. Yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's a track star. Yeah. Uh, what's your, what do you feel most confident Kyle? Um, I'm still going to say my Super Bowl pick of Buffalo and Philadelphia. Hmm. That's, that's looking nice. Uh, let me close. Let's close this out with America and Belgium's favorite segment. Name you- that cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought we were introducing that new segment. It's called, of course, 
you like that, don't you? You sick, sick man. Or Y-L-T-D-Y-Y-S-S-M. <laughs> Patent pending. Uh, MVP odds, if I might alert you. I know Seth, Seth said it, but Tua is still, he's plus 380. And they're 3-0. If you like that, you're going to love Brock Purdy at 20 to 1. Also 3 and 0. Big cock Brock, baby. It's not a bad pick. <laughs> if you like 3 and 0 teams, Jalen Hurts is only plus 750 still. Now, if you yeah. really like good teams, You're Justin Fields is 130 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like that. I know it's throwing money away. I know this is a, an award that's extremely skewed. Towards I know. I was looking at that too, though. However, I know. I assume you're mentioning Brock Purdy just due to the fact that we just went through their schedule too. So, so why not McCaffrey? Right. No, I thought that too. Why oh. not Nick Bosa? Oh, Big Dick Nick. Yes, dude. He stays healthy every Brock. game. <laughs> it's one of the yeah. two of them. <laughs> yeah. What about Christian McCaffrey? I was gonna say McCaffrey too. Yeah, it was one of those. He's been two. scoring every game, man. He's had 100 yards and a touchdown or or a touchdown in every single game that he's played for the 49ers so far. But they'll probably just give offensive player of the year to him and then beat cowards and give the MVP to a a QB. The only fear that you have, I think, for that is like, maybe it's not a fear because if you bet it, then it works in your favor, is like, the last pick in the draft, I can guarantee you, has never won MVP before, right? <laughs> oh, what about um, <laughs> who was the other Mister Relevant that actually like played football? Because most of them don't even play. It was a kicker. The original Mister Irrelevant. The original. <laughs> Ryan Suckup. Surprise! He didn't mm. win MVP. <laughs> a little like late. His nicknames. <laughs> what are Ryan Suckup's nicknames? Good question. I doubt he has any, right? But I guess you'd be surprised. Everyone has one, don't they? I mean, not kickers. Unassuming kickers like that. He doesn't have one. I mean, he played for many years. How many picks are there in the NFL draft now? I'm going to say... Like, what was Brock Purdy's pick? Well, 32 teams, seven rounds. Make sure you carry the one. Yeah. All right. I'm I just googled the original Mr. Relevant and if you were wondering his name is Whiteout Kelvin Kirk. Uh well his first name is Whiteout. <laughs> is the Whiteout Kelvin Kirk from 1976. Um he was drafted with the 487th pick in the draft. Jesus. <laughs> what were they doing back then? <laughs> That's why I had to ask. Wow. It's like 13 and a half rounds. <laughs> <laughs> All the teams were empty. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. I know you're going to like this because you're sick, sick men. The Bills right now, plus 165 to win the division. I That's know you easy like money. that. Yeah. You like that, don't you? What if they beat Miami this week? You better hop on that Good. now. Yeah, should hop on that now. Then the both teams will be tied for the division lead. But What about this? To win the Super Bowl. Tell me what the odds are for the exact match of a Buffalo and Philadelphia. No, I'm just kidding. I don't need to know that right now. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are 18 to 1. You like that? 
No. <laughs> Eighteen and one is definitely not not enough for me. I feel like I they did that. just fuck up the Packers, but it's the fucking Packers. Fuck Packers. Packers yeah. suck. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's got to be one of the Niners, Cowboys, or Eagles, right? You would think. I mean, the Cowboys just lost to Arizona. Are we really sure? <laughs> I mean, Niners and Eagles are running away with it, I feel like. Any given but Sunday. But it's still though. early. Even though they play some playoff games on a Saturday. All right. We got to get out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is <laughs> off the rails like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> anyway, parting thoughts for the listeners? Uh, we gave you NBA. We gave you NFL. We gave you Red Rifle talk. I mean, what more can these people even want? Minor league handball coming next time. Yeah. I'd like we to get into pickleball, pickleball, actually. Yeah. See? There it is. Tune in next time. <laughs>